Jaden Daniels makes his recruiting trip to Utah, your Utah basketball preview, and the Utes in the pros. It's all coming up next on Locked on Utes. Ute fans, welcome into the Locked On Utes podcast, your one-stop shop for all things University of Utah. For October 25th, 2018, we're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Tyson Ewing, play-by-play voice of Utah women's basketball. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. And really, wherever you can get your podcasts, you can find us there as well. Just be sure to leave us a review and give us a five-star rating if you enjoy the show. You can be a part of the show by calling 419-777-UTES. That's 419-777-8837. Be sure to leave a voicemail leaving your name and your questions, your comments, your opinions, basically whatever you want to say, you are welcome to say it here on the Locked On Utes podcast. Feel free to email us if you would like to as well at LockedOnUtes at gmail.com. You can ask your questions there. You can leave your comments there. And, I, you know, if you want to, your opinions as well. I can assure you they will be read on the show. Now, when it comes to social media, you can follow along on Twitter and on Facebook. Just look for Locked On Utes. And finally, be sure to let all your Ute friends know about Locked On Utes. All righty, Ute fans, let's jump right into it. I know exactly what you want to talk about. Come on. Jaden Daniels, of course. Jaden Daniels, the well-renowned recruit from Southern California, made his trip to the University of Utah this weekend where he saw Utah dismantle the USC Trojans. It was a dismantling, no doubt about that. What did he think about it? Well, you were about to find out. Fortunately for us, 24-7 Sports' Greg Biggins had a nice conversation with the senior from Cajun High School in Southern California where he specifically asked him about his official visit to the University of Utah this week. Well, I'll tell you what, Ute fans, this young man had a lot of terrific things to say about the University of Utah. First and foremost, he gave you guys a shout-out, said that his favorite part of coming to Salt Lake City was how terrific the game atmosphere was. Now, that was a record-breaking crowd on hand at Rice-Eccles Stadium, and you guys sure brought it because, well, the Utes sure brought it. And because of that, the favorite aspect of Daniel's trip to Utah this weekend was that game atmosphere. He was also very impressed with the offensive sets that Utah was running. Claims it was very similar to what he runs at Cajun High School. And also said that he gets along very well with the players and with the coaches. Loves what Kyle Whittingham is doing as well. So overall, based on Jaden's statements, it sounds like this young man really enjoyed Salt Lake City and hopes to have his decision very, very, very soon. According to the experts, it sounds as though this young man could have a decision made by as early as next week. Now, for you wondering at home who the University of Utah is competing with for Jaden Daniels, it's two other schools. They're both in California, one from Southern California, and that's UCLA, the team that Utah has coming up this weekend. The other team on the docket is Cal. And I'll give you one reason from both Cal and from UCLA why I believe that Jaden Daniels is going to select the University of Utah as his school of choice. I'll start with UCLA. UCLA currently has a quarterback right now named Dorian Thompson-Robinson. He's a freshman who... (laughs) He's special, folks. This is a a young man that, yes, he's made a lot of freshman plays this year, and by that, they might not be pretty, they might not be great, but he is just a freshman. This is a guy that's going to come in, he's going to work hard, and I fully expect that he's going to have a really good career in a UCLA uniform. 
Now, if you're Jaden Daniels, you look and see what Dorian Thompson Robinson's doing and you wonder, does Chip Kelly truly believe in DTR for the future? And it's very, very likely that Dorian Thompson Robinson could be the face of UCLA for the next three or four years. And if you're Jaden Daniels, with that knowledge, do you want to come to UCLA? Now, again, I know what you're saying. I know what you're thinking. But Chip Kelly could really not like DTR very much. He could like this kid much more. That's true. But how do you know? How do you know that if you're Jaden Daniels, that you're even going to have a shot by the time that you're even a junior attending UCLA, that you're even going to get a chance to play? Now, yes, he is from Southern California. Obviously, UCLA is in Southern California. The question being, does he want to play close to home? I truly believe that that right there is the only reason at this point, or is the main reason, I guess I should say, that Jaden Daniels would select UCLA over Utah. Cal. Do I really have to say reasons why I believe that Cal is the choice for Jaden Daniels? It really appears that this is really only a two-team race, but I will throw in there that Cal really is not one of those teams that can win you games. Yes, you're seeing very elite talent come out of Cal at the quarterback position. A couple of really good players recently, a.k.a. Jared Goff, a.k.a. Aaron Rodgers. If there's any reason why I believe that that young man could go to Cal, it's because of the history that Cal has of putting quarterbacks in the league. But again, that's the big reason or the only reason why I would imagine that Jaden Daniels would go to Cal. Now, why I believe he's going to select Utah. First of all, Jack Tuttle is gone. He does not have to compete with a young man named Jack Tuttle anymore. I believe, and I truly now stand by this, that that Jack Tuttle news might actually be an okay transfer. Jack Tuttle goes out, Jaden Daniels possibly comes in, and the Utes have already filled the void of losing Jack Tuttle. Now, I wondered with Jack Tuttle if he would have stayed, how much stock Jaden Daniels would put into that. Would he have to compete with Jack Tuttle for years to come? Jack Tuttle, the highest-rated quarterback to ever be recruited by the University of Utah. You would expect that he would get playing time, at least in the future. He would be competing for playing time for the next three years up on the hill? Well, Jack Tuttle's gone. That no more is an issue. Now, again, this is sheer speculation. But he did mention how great the offense was and how much he loved the different looks that Utah was showing, how much they mixed it up, and could see as a dual-threat quarterback what Tyler Huntley could do in this offense. And that's where I wonder about Jack Tuttle. I never mentioned this before, but I have to wonder when I look at Jack Tuttle deciding to leave, how much of Troy Taylor's offense played a role into that as well. And it's very, very, very possible that that's one of the factors for Jaden Daniels in coming to Utah. Now, he mentioned the game atmosphere, the electricity inside Rice-Eccles Stadium, and he actually said in this interview that he had with Greg Biggins of 247sports.com that he, quote, has never seen a crowd that crazy and that loud. It was incredible, end quote. You've got to believe that he knows how passionate this fan base is. How much of a factor will it play in his decision? Well, we'll find out. And I, for one, could not be more excited to see what's going to happen. I'm really, really excited about Jaden Daniels' decision. We hope to have that. Maybe within the next week and a half. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the name Jaden Daniels, as far as what he's doing on the field, you've probably heard the name 
but let me tell you what this young man's doing on the field. Last week, in his game, throwing the football, he was 31 of 38 for nearly 400 yards and 82% completion percentage. Oh, and, you know, nonchalantly threw six touchdowns. Not to mention, he had nine carries for 200 yards and a touchdown. In the game alone, he accounted for 592 yards. Holy smokes. The game before that, my goodness, those are just insane numbers. 29 of 35, a completion percentage of 83%, and three touchdowns. He had 14 carries, 118 yards, and two touchdowns. So in that game, accounted for 500 yards even, just by himself. He also scored five total touchdowns in the game. Seven total touchdowns. So if my math's correct, 12 touchdowns by himself in the last two games and over 1,000 yards from the line of scrimmage. Wow. Jaden Daniels, yes, I get it. He's in high school. Yes, I get it. He's playing against far lesser talent than what he'll face in the Pac-12 as it's pretty evident that this young man's going to go to a Pac-12 school, whether it be Utah, whether it be UCLA, or whether it be Cal. And clearly, the defenses will be much better than what he's playing against right now. But even still, those numbers are fun. And I'll give you his season number so far before he plays in his game coming up next uh, this weekend. He's played in nine total games, has a completion percentage of 72%. He's thrown for 2,752 yards and has three passing touchdowns. Only three interceptions. On the ground, 86 carries, 946 yards, that's 11 yards per carry, averaging 105 yards per game, and has 10 rushing touchdowns. So on the season so far, he has 49 touchdowns and a shade over 3,600 total yards. So if Utah can land Jaden Daniels, their future and his future could be very, very bright. All right, I want to talk to you guys about Vivid Seats. You know how much I love this company. You know how much I love this application. I am a sports guy. I love attending uh, sporting events. And for me, there's only one place to go, and that's Vivid Seats. If you're unfamiliar with it, Vivid Seats is an online event ticket marketplace that's providing fans of live entertainment with experiences that last a lifetime. I told you about a week ago that I had the chance to see my favorite NFL team live, and by using Vivid Seats, I was able to find exactly what I needed very quickly and very easily. Vivid Seats helps fans like me find their seats to any of their favorite live events, including sports, concerts, theater, and more. Vivid Seats offers great prices and an easy purchasing experience. So very easy. I enjoyed my experience and will talk to you guys about it all the time if I have to. What's great is with the podcast code locked on, listeners can receive $20 off orders of $200 or more if you are a first-time customer with Vivid Seats. It's simple. Just simply download the app, whether it be on the Google Play Store or the Apple Store, enter the promo code Locked On, and you'll receive that $20 off of $200 or more. All Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed by a 100% guarantee. You guys know how much I love it. I absolutely do, and I know if you download that app, you're going to love it as well. It's just so very simple. It's Vivid Seats. We'll take a brief break, and when we return, I'll introduce you to this very young, very talented Utah men's basketball team. It's coming up next on Locked on Utes, your team every day.
Welcome back inside the Locked On Utes podcast. And before I speak about this Utah basketball team, I think it's important that I really wrap up my discussion on Lauren McCluskey. Last night, the vigil was held for Lauren up at the University of Utah, and it truly was special. I was unable to be there in person, but was able to watch it live, and it was a beautiful ceremony and a great way to honor Lauren McCluskey. And it's just truly more and more reason why I'm so fortunate to associate with such a terrific organization. A couple of things that I wanted to share with you. There's one thing I want to share with you about something that was said at the vigil last night. And then I want to share with you just one saying that I thought was really special. And I'll start with uh, with what France Davis, who's the football team chaplain, what he had to say about hope and to really just move on in life. And the three things he tells us that we can do is one, avoid conflict at all costs and become peacemakers. Number two, protect life and heal whatever wrong there is. And number three, resist the temptation to get even. Drop the stones and put away the swords. And that is from France Davis, who's the football team chaplain. And lastly, I want to share with you a post that was made by Jordan Lindley. She's a good friend of mine and SID of Utah Men's and Women's Tennis, Women's Tennis, and co-SID for football. She says the following. She says, quote, What happened Monday night was violent, senseless, and heartbreaking. What happened tonight was beautiful, encouraging, and loving. On Tuesday, the only word I could use to describe what had happened was senseless. Today, I use the word hope. Today, we're reminded that no one has to go through this alone. This community is the definition of a family, and I am so humbled and so grateful to be a part of it. I echo her words and leave my best wishes with Lauren McCluskey's friends and family. Moving on from that now, I'll speak briefly about this young and incredibly athletic men's basketball team. The Pac-12 preseason rankings were released roughly about two weeks ago. Actually, it was exactly two weeks ago today. And Utah was placed squarely at eighth place. And I have a feeling that head coach of the Utes, Larry Kraskoviak, is just fine with that. Over the past four seasons, the Utes have finished no lower than fourth. If you go back and you review where they were picked and where they finished over the last four years, here's where they were. In 2014, they were picked to finish second. Well, they finished second. In 2015, they were picked to finish third. They finished second. In 2016, they were picked to finish eighth. They finished fourth that year. And in 2017, they were picked to finish seventh. They finished third. Here in 2018, they were picked to finish eighth. And the question is, where will they finish the season? Now, I can't tell you that, but what I can tell you is that Coach K has a very young and talented core. They're lone bugaboo if I have to give a specific issue with this Utah team. I don't really know how much of an issue it is. It's truly just a fact. Is that they only returned four players from a team that had a terrific postseason run. Yes, it was the NIT, but finished as the runner-up of the NIT tournament. Of course, with the fact that only four returners are coming back and just everybody else is completely new, completely different, completely young, we're left to wonder here you know, what to expect from this Utah team. 
The returning players for the Utes this season, Cedric Bearfield, returns alongside Donnie Tillman. Jace Johnson and Parker Van Dyke will also be back for the Utes this year. Now let's not get all up in arms with the media selecting the Utes as the 8th best team in the conference to start the season because when you have this much uncertainty surrounding your program, as a voter you want to play it safe. And that's exactly what this group of voters did. The Utes return a total of 29 points per game from a season ago. Just 29 points. Which of these returners will see an increased role this year? Uh, Well, my answer is simple. All of them. (laughs) I expect Cedric to become the go-to scorer for the Utes. I uh, I predict that he will lead the team in scoring this year. I'm going to go ahead and say that Parker Van Dyke will raise his three-point percentage. Yes, it's already pretty good. At right around 31%, but I do believe he's going to up that this year. I expect Jace's low post presence to be truly felt this year in the Pac-12. And Donnie Tillman will be a solid second or third option for the Utes offensively this season. So, there you go. There's my predictions for the four returners. A lot to look forward to with the new faces as well. The Utes have themselves a great class of recruits. And we'll start first with Charles Jones Jr. He comes from a very well-known junior college, uh, the College of Southern Idaho, or CSI, as some of you might know them as. Or, okay, maybe for some odd reason you're just familiar with that acronym. But Jones earned the National Junior College Player of the Year last year by averaging around 20 points a game and leading a CSI Golden Eagles team to the NJCAA National Championship game before they were upended in that final game. Brandon Morley is the other JUCO transfer coming to the youths from Salt Lake Community College. He just returned from a two-year LDS mission from Spain, and he'll surely be interesting to watch this season as he showed his range in night with the youths. A seven-foot shooter. Oh, baby, something to look forward to there. Uh, Booth Gack, Riley Batten, Vontae Hendricks, and Timmy Allen, they all look strong on night with the youths. Now, Timmy Allen showed off his dunking ability. He looks like a truly athletic star. I saw a tweet that was sent out by freshman Nassim Gaskin. Allen jumped from one end of the restricted area circle, cupped the ball in his hand while reversing his body, and hammered down a one-handed windmill jam. Yes, that dunk may have reminded some of you of what you saw last week. He had that same dunk in the night with the Utes dunk contest and ended up winning that dunk contest. So uh, you can clearly see that he's going to be a special talent as far as athleticism goes. Booth Gack, he seems like another player that's going to be very lengthy and somebody that's going to come to the team as a combo guard could possibly play forward. And that's something that's interesting as well, is Larry Kraskoviak is moving a lot towards what we're seeing in the NBA, and that's more or less positionless basketball. Playing the game without having your traditional bid, without necessarily having your traditional point guard bring the ball up. And that's where Booth Gack is going to come in at his uh, lengthy 6'7 frame. Expect to see him play all over the floor because he has that ability. He has that range uh, of athleticism to play many different positions. Riley Batten, Vontae Hendricks, Timmy Allen, these guys all look terrific. Nassim Gaskin, it's going to be a great young core of players. And, you know, yes, they are young, yes, they are inexperienced, but they certainly do not lack one major exciting aspect, and that is athleticism. We thought last year's squad was athletic. (laughs) Well, I'm not sure last year's team can compete with the level of athletes that the Utes will be putting on the floor this season. I'm 
truly stoked for this upcoming season. Cannot wait to see the mix of stars that might be on the horizon for the University of Utah. The Utes host the Yotes of the College of Idaho next Thursday night in an exhibition matchup up at the John and Huntsman Center. Tip-off is set for 6 p.m., and that is the beginning of what should be a very interesting and hopefully a very fun season for the University of Utah. Now, before I forget, I need to talk to you guys about something that is part of the new wave of viewing experience, and that is Sling TV. Sling TV is the absolute best way to watch college football. You know, we live in a world now that it's so simple to get your sports. Sling TV makes it even easier, and let me tell you why. Sling TV is the best way to get your college football experience. It's $30 a month, and with that $30 a month, you get ESPN, you get the Pac-12 network, and you guys understand how tough it can be to get that Pac-12 network, the SEC network, and much more. You're, you're able to stream on whatever device you want to, whether it's your TV, whether it's your tablet, whether it's your telephone. Whatever you want to use, you guys are able to get that by using Sling TV. Sling TV gives you the live TV you love, but it's only better, and that's simply because you can take it with you anywhere. You can go wherever you want with it. Sling TV gives you the option. There's no useless channels, no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and cancel at any time. What's great about Sling TV as well is you can test it, see if you like it. You get a seven-day free trial. And Locked On listeners can get their seven-day free trial by going to sling.com slash locked on. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on. Test it out and see if it's something that fits you. Go ahead and give that a shot. Go to sling.com slash locked on today and get your seven-day free trial with Sling TV. We'll take a break, and when we return, we'll look into hopefully what I expect to be a very fun segment to discuss, and that is Utes in the Pros. That's coming up next on Locked On Utes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back into Locked On Utes Podcast. I'm your host, Tyson Ewing, and we'll jump right into what I hope will be very fun for you guys. And it's going to be great for me to be able to gather the information uh, to, prepare, uh, to prepare for this each week. And that is your weekly Utes in the Pros segment, where we'll give you a brief update on what's going on from the previous week of performances from former Utes that are in the professional ranks. And one pretty cool thing that I found that was a common theme this week for the former University of Utah players in the NFL was wins. As a collection, this group went 10-2, and two, and one loss was only because they played against each other. So we'll get right into it, and we'll start with Alex Smith, the quarterback for the Washington Redskins. His team beat Dallas 20-17, to 17, and with his contribution, he was 14 of 25, 178 yards and one touchdown. Uh, you know, you often hear about, uh, you often hear the term game manager when referring to Alex Smith. And uh, doesn't look like he had himself a big game, but did enough to get his team to win. So, you know, you can talk all you want about the numbers and say, oh, yeah, 178 yards might not be great. 14 of 25, not a terrific completion percentage. But guess what? He still got the win. And at the end of the day, that's the most important part of playing quarterback is wins. Devontae Booker, obviously you guys remember him. He had one reception for the Denver Broncos, who routed the Arizona Cardinals 45-10. to Did not get any yardage out of that reception, but did get one reception. 
in a pretty cool battle between two former defensive backs for the University of Utah, one old, one new. Okay, not necessarily old, but one older and one new. Eric Weddle versus Marcus Williams, or New Orleans versus Baltimore. New Orleans slid past the Baltimore Ravens 24-23. Eric Weddle had seven tackles, and Marcus Williams finished with four tackles in that game. Eric Rowe, who's currently playing in the backfield for the New England Patriots, his team went to Chicago and got a big-time win at Soldier Field, knocking off the Bears 38-31. In that game, he finished with two tackles. Star Lotu Lele, the defensive lineman for the Buffalo Bills. And I'm pretty sure with me just saying the Buffalo Bills, you probably got an understanding that that team lost. They were obliterated by the Indianapolis Colts by a final of 37-5. to And in that game, he finished with two tackles. Derek Shelby is from my Atlanta Falcons. His team got the win uh, versus the New York Giants on Monday night football. He finished with one tackle that game, 23-20 in favor of the Falcons. Garrett Bowles, who was actually in attendance for the uh, for University of Utah's win over USC, he and his team, as I just mentioned with Devontae Booker, knocked off Arizona 45-10. He started at left tackle for the Denver Broncos. Sam Tevy, that name might sound very familiar to you, for the Los Angeles Chargers. His team knocked off Tennessee 20-19. He started at right tackle. Tony Bergstrom plays for the Washington Redskins. His team knocked off Dallas 20-17. As mentioned earlier when referencing Alex Smith, he subbed in at the offensive line in and out. Tim Patrick, who also plays for the Denver Broncos, the Denver Broncos, very Utah Utes-heavy team. He finished with two special team tackles for that Denver Broncos team. And Dominique Hatfield uh, finished with the win as well over San Francisco. He played to the Los Angeles Rams. He uh, he and his team knocked off the San Francisco 49ers 39-10. He finished with one special teams tackle as well. Moving on to the NBA, Kyle Kuzma has had a great start to this young NBA season. Of course, he was... Really the surprise, the steal of the NBA draft a season ago and uh, looks to continue that with a new teammate, with frankly an entirely new team this year, and he's done very well so far. His team maybe might not be doing the best. They are just 1-3 on this young season, but he's playing well. They did get the win last night as they got their first win of the season, knocking off Phoenix. But he's averaging 21 points, 5 rebounds, and 2 assists. And to highlight specifically what Kyle Kuzma did this week, he had himself quite the game the other night against San Antonio in that uh, overtime thriller that saw the Lakers lose in the final seconds uh, due to a last-second shot by former St. Mary's product, Patty Mills. Kyle Kuzma still had a very good game. He finished that night 37 points on 15 of 25 shooting. He had 8 rebounds as well to go along with that terrific 37-point outing. They did get their first win last night by knocking off Phoenix, and he finished with 17 points and 4 rebounds. Jakob Pertl, who was traded in the offseason, he was part of that Kawhi Leonard-DeMar DeRozan deal that saw Kawhi go up to Toronto and DeMar DeRozan go down to uh, go down to San Antonio. He was part of that deal as well, so he's playing for the Spurs. Actually started for them in a game this year, but Coach Pop has not played him as of late. 
Yes, there's only three games that have been played by the Spurs so far, but Jakob Pertl only played in two of them and uh, is averaging just two points and two rebounds. We'll see if his if his services will be increased as the season rolls along for uh, head coach Greg Popovich. And DeLon Wright, who plays for the 5-0 and Toronto Raptors, he's currently listed as day-to-day with an adductor strain, but he did play last night in the win over Minnesota, played five minutes, no other real stats to go along with those five minutes, but did get some time on the floor, so we'll see how DeLon Wright will bounce back from uh, just a little strain in his adductor and see what he can do moving forward. So that is a segment that I truly hope you guys will love as I will love to research that stuff each and every single week and bring it to you. It's called Utes in the Pros. And yeah, it's exciting stuff. The University of Utah, well represented in the NFL especially. I want to thank you guys so very much for tuning into the podcast today. It's always a blast to bring this uh, to bring this to you each and every single morning. I truly enjoy it. Uh, remember, you can feel free to give me your thoughts, give me your opinions on what's going on up at the university. Uh, if you don't mind, I'd love to hear anything about your thoughts on Lauren McCluskey, on what's going on with the football team, really just whatever you guys want to talk about. You can leave us a voicemail at 419-777-UTES or send me an email at lockedonutes at gmail.com. And please just, you know, share with me your thoughts and really just be part of the show. I, 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 I want you guys to feel free to be a part of the show. I want this to be your podcast. And hopefully we'll be able to hear from you shortly. Again, follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. And again, thank you so very much for tuning in. This is Locked on Utes for October 25th, 2018. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, go Utes!